Welcome to the Fontenelle Family Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Gangwish, FSR with Fontenelle Hybrids here in central Nebraska. And today on the podcast, we're going to learn more about the new U.S. Seed Professional Strategy, and that is the bringing together of all the regional brands, including Fontenelle, and also channel into the new channel brand. And with us to explain what's happening here, Jared Thomas, marketing lead for channel and the regional brands, can help explain why this long-term strategy will position Bayer to become more competitive in the marketplace. First of all, Jared, welcome to the podcast. Uh, glad to have you on here. I know you, your plate has certainly been busy with everything going on. But uh, before we jump into things, uh, Jared, give us a little bit of your background and what, what brought you to to working with Bear there in St. Louis. Thanks for having me on, Joe. Uh, I grew up in a little small town of Madison, Missouri. It's a town of about 500, uh, about two hours, two and a half hours east of Kansas City. So kind of right in the middle of the state, slightly in the northeast part of the state. I grew up on a family farm. Um, my dad's actually a twin, and he farms with his twin brother, um, Thomas Brothers Farms, and it's about 1,500 acres of corn and soybeans, um, about 250 head of cows, cow-calf operation. Um, and then I I went to school at the University of Missouri, so hopefully you Nebraska guys don't hold that against me, but went to school at um, – Went to school at Mizzou, um, and then I graduated 2010. And when I started there um, with Monsanto at the time in 2010, I joined um, the Channel brand. And the reason I bring that up is um, I interned the summer prior to when I started. And when I was an intern, it was actually three brands. It was Crows, Midwest Seed Genetics, and NC Plus, which was a, a Nebraska brand as well. Um, and so I got the opportunity to be as an intern to look at those three brands. And then in 2010, that's when we pulled those three brands, we being Monsanto, we pulled those three brands together um, to form the channel brand, which what is now the, the, the channel brand. So I was an FSR there, just like you, Joe, um, for about four years from 2010 to, to 2013, 14. I spent a few years in St. Louis on the seed treatment side of the business, product management and marketing. Um, spent a few years as a as a DeKalb and Asgro area business manager over in Kansas City. And then the past year and a half, I've been in in this position managing the the channel and the regional brands marketing. So so my team has consisted of I've had had two teams, one team which is the channel team managing the distribution and the marketing for the channel brand. Another team that's managed um, the distribution and the marketing for our regional brands, one of which is is Fontenelle. A lot of regional brands out there have been along for quite a long time, and this was something that took a lot of thought, a lot of planning. So give us the basics on you know how it all came together and what's going to be changing. thing you and I were just talking about here before this podcast is just how big of a decision this is. And I was, um, I was explaining to Joe um, before we got on here that I hope that you know, that part is noticed by everyone of just how we, we understand how big of a decision this is. Whenever the ABMs were in town about three weeks ago, um, and then the FSRs were in town a couple of weeks ago, a stat that we shared with everyone is if you add up all of the 10 regional brands, collectively, there's 722 years combined here. When you look at all 10 regional brands, Fontenelle is, is among the among the top at 88 years um, that the Fontenelle brand's been around. So, so this decision is not taken lightly. I also want to explain before we go into what's changing is is that there's you know there have been rumors and there's been there's been you know, even comments among our internal people. Well, regional brands is just going away, and I also want to make sure that the the point comes across that that is 
you know, that that statement as blunt as that is, is not exactly accurate because I just talked about Crow's Midwest NC plus how those brands came together back in 2010. And, and I can share with all of my regional brands teams that whenever we open up meetings um, in the past few years, when we have big dealer kickoffs. The first thing we talk about is, hey, back in 10 years ago, or actually 13 years ago with the current channel brand, we brought three brands together, Crows, Midwest, NC+. And that's what formed the, the channel brand. And, and I fully expect that here in 13 or 14 years from now, we'll talk about how back in 2023, we brought in 10 regional brands, Fontenelle being one of them and listing out the rest of them that that form what is this new channel brand. And so while the name, you know, on our shirts will change, I do want to make sure that, you know, a very important part is that these brands don't go away. They're just cemented into the foundation of what this new brand is. And I think we have to pull in the best parts, the best traditions to make sure that those live on as we go forward. Initially, maybe some of our customers on the regional brand side, even some of the dealers asking, you know, well, well why would they want to do this? And, and it's got to be a big why to make this sort of, of merger like this. So so what was talked about? Yeah, so a couple of things, Joe, that, that brought us to the why. The first one I'd say is looking at the market. And when we just look at the overall market about how growers purchase, um, about a third of the growers, one out of every three growers, um, indicates they want to buy from retail which would be a location that's selling fertilizer, chemi chemicals, um, feed, they're, they're buying grain, you know, retail. I think we all understand what retail is. And about one out of every three grower prefers to buy from retail. Two out of every three growers prefers to buy through non-retail. And that can be anywhere from a farmer dealer to, to someone who's doing this only as their only occupation, you know, full-time seed professional. And we believe over time that's going to it's going to evolve into more people that are doing this as their primary business. And so we're calling this the seed professional strategy, which is really aimed to go after that two-thirds of the market in which growers prefer to buy through non-retail. So you know, you're asking, we are, we're imposing a lot of change here on our organization, on our people. Why are we doing this? And again, one part is looking at the market to get more laser focused on that two thirds of the market going after Pioneer. But then the other one is we have, we have identified needs on both channel and regional brands. And I can give you an example here. Back in January, we had both sets of ABMs in town and we started each meeting with what are the strengths and then what are the needs um, within, let's say, regional brands? And then the same conversation happened within channel. And if I just read off some of the things that came up within regional brands, it was agronomists. We need more agronomy support. We need more brand support. We need more brand recognition. We need a better dealer onboarding process. Um, we need to participate in new business models in the smart corn system. But but as we know, we haven't participated in those in regional brands because you know, our products uh, and our product data is split over 10 different brands with 10 different product names. Um, we need more field sign presence. We need need more dealer kickoff support. So those were just some of the things that came up in regional brands. Within channel, I, I, and I have a list here that I'm just going to read. Um, channel, the number one thing was, hey, we need to invest in a new system, a new ordering system to improve that grower experience. We need more technical agronomists and um, we need more field signs. We need more regional flexibility out in the field um, and we need more brand recognition. So, um, you know, some of those things are very, as you can tell, are, are overlapping and we had a decision to make. We could continue to try and invest in um, in regional brands through the 10 regional brands. We could continue to do that as well as channel or 
we could actually combine all 11 brands, scale this, scale this into one larger brand that that rivals, um, you know, the size of of Pioneer. By scaling, that allows us to focus, put all of our energy and all our investments behind one brand. We believe that by doing that, it, it allows us to um, meet these needs. Um, unlock growth, and then actually further our innovation in things like the smart corn system and things like new business models. By by having this all within one brand, having twice the many twice as many data points, this can actually unlock future innovation. So this strategy, in a nutshell, it's about targeting the two thirds of the market, those growers that want to buy from non-retail. It's about focusing and scaling. You know, taking 11 brands into one, focusing and scaling it behind one brand which can then unlock more growth, um, growth for us, growth for our dealers, growth for our growers through an expanded portfolio, and obviously trigger some more innovation, you know, through a simpler go-to-market approach. So, so that's that's how we got to where we are, um, you know, today, Joe, and, and I'm happy to dive in a few of these areas deeper if, if you'd like. Yeah, let's get into some of those on, on what you think would be pertinent for us. But I just wanted to throw out there, you know, you know, coming from regional brands, and like you mentioned, you've worked with both. How do you think regional brands fit in with the, the new channel, and, and how's the new channel going to be unique, do you think? With the new channel, it's important to note that it the word new, right? It is a new brand for both channel and the regional brands. So both Fontenelle and channel are going to move to this new channel. What's that mean exactly? It'll start with a new logo. Um, I mean, you're gonna it's gonna look a little different, and you'll see some of the text has got a little edgier feel. It's a little simplified logo. Um, what some people don't realize is the current channel logo. Those three arrows actually signify Crows Midwest NC Plus. So our new logo you're gonna see has one arrow, and that one arrow is um, it, and and two colors. It, those two colors signify the coming together of of channel and regional brands. So. Uh, a simplified approach, and it's meant to reflect our commitment to keeping things simple with this new brand and keeping things simple to a customer experience. And, and the circle is really meant to um, speak to our connectedness. I, as someone, you know, I'm sure there's there's farmers, there's dealers and salespeople listening to this. They're probably thinking, oh God, there's a lot of a lot of thoughts that go into a logo. And I will tell you, going through this process, there are um, there are a lot more thoughts. And you're driving up and down the road, you look at logos differently because you're like, man, I wonder how much thought went into that. But I can tell you that it signifies some of the things that we've really been intentional about with this strategy. And what we want to make sure is that this is a coming together of two brands, two cultures, etc. And so what can you expect out of this? Well, I think one of the first things is, is we're going to pull together the product portfolio um, from Fontenelle and Channel. And I think if you ask Fontenelle dealers and growers today, they'd say, well, I wouldn't trade the Fontenelle portfolio for anything. You'd ask Channel the same thing. They'd say, well, I wouldn't trade the Channel portfolio for anything. And the good news is, is you don't have to. But I, but I think if you were able to sit down and put your portfolios together and create an even better portfolio, um, I think everyone would would be intrigued by that opportunity. So the reality is this portfolio is going to get deeper. It's going to get wider than what it is today. We'll have more options. We'll have we'll have the truly the best of both worlds uh, within this portfolio as we um, as we move into the new channel. That's one of the things that both dealers and growers will experience, you know, right off the bat. Secondly, we're, we will be adding agronomists. Um, it will do that across the nation, but that's a key need from both existing channel and existing Fontenelle. And so we're going to be adding 
adding agronomists to provide more training for our dealers and to provide more you know, local on-farm touch for our farmers. We believe that's critical to the success of the brand. And again, by having one brand that we can that we can scale and focus, that allows us to, to really put our energy and our horsepower, you know, from agronomy standpoint behind that. And I'd say the third thing is digital innovation through we will have this agency model, which gives us some unique opportunities to put together some new business models, some of which we haven't even come up with today, but we'll have twice as many data points to work with because it's all be on a on a shared product line. We'll have twice as many field signs, which will increase the brand recognition and those types of things. I mean, you think about just social media posts and so forth, right? I think we'll be able to get the word out there about this new brand, which is, you know, which which I think just is inherently going to increase the confidence overall throughout the state of Nebraska, as well as, you know, state of Iowa, Missouri, and Kansas bordering states. The um, the last thing I would just add here, Joe, that, you know, both growers and dealers should experience is we're going to invest a lot into the customer experience. And when we say customer experience, we're speaking to the system and the statements and just the overall user experience um, when you interact with um, when you interact with our seed brand. And I've been amazed at the level of engagement our IT teams, our product supply teams have had of just making sure that all hands are going to be on deck and making sure that we reimagine how simple and easy we can create this customer experience. And I think there are good things to come from that end. Let's get back on the pillars before we lose that thought. And uh, just for the sake of time, pick pick your favorite pillar. What do you like moving forward? Which, which is your favorite one of those three? It, so our our three pillars um, our three pillars for the new for the new channel brand are leading edge solutions connected to you through a next level experience. So leading edge solutions, I'd just say you know bigger than just products, we're going to be offering solutions. Those solutions are going to be leading edge solutions um, connected to you. That is truly meant to speak to the regional brand's culture, which is connected at the local level through community service, um, as well as connected connected, you know, within their peers group. So I would say our, our internal Fontenelle folks connected, joined at the hip, they always have each other's back as well as, you know, having a strong, close personal relationship with dealers. And so we've been very thoughtful about connected to you. Um, and then the, the, the third one is next level experience, looking uh, go to go beyond just service, but to provide a next level experience for our farmers, as I mentioned, just really around that customer experience um, in every every part throughout the season. If you're asking for my favorite, I think it's got to be connected to you. I think that speaks to our transparency, the culture that we're trying to set. We want to make sure that this new brand has a has a decentralized, you know, command so that farmers are always able to give input, dealers are able to give input, our sales teams able to get in give input and that we truly have a connected culture every step of the way. Yeah. I've heard that question from from some folks in the the regional brand family saying, "Well, why didn't you just change the name, you know, instead of uh keeping the the channel name?" But there was a lot of thought put into that. So talk about that if you would. So the name is certainly something we've heard feedback on as we expected, and we did put a lot of a lot of thought into it. The truth is you're taking two really big businesses and bringing them in together, and that's um it's a big it's a big change and so as we made that big change we had two options we could either create a brand new brand for all um, or we could you know utilize the existing channel brand um, and refresh it and modernize it and give it a new uh, facelift if you will the decision was made to stick with the current channel name 
because it is a healthy brand. We look at national brand awareness. It's 80% brand awareness and our brand health monitors, which are done through grower studies, would indicate it's a very healthy brand. And so we believe that if we had an, if we had created a whole new brand, Joe, um, we're talking millions of dollars that would have to be spent on getting that brand new brand to be created and to achieve that same level of awareness that we have with our current channel brand. You know, by by not doing that, we're able to take those those dollars and that investment and put it into the customer experience um, and make sure that we're maximizing that end versus just simply creating a brand new brand name. Okay, next question, Jared. Say I'm a regional brand customer right now, and we see the changes coming. You know, we'll we'll still be branded as a regional brand for one more year. Maybe talk a little bit about that before we get to 2025. And and as a customer of a regional brand, uh, what should I expect? Over the next year, there's one word I'd share. We we have focused on consistency, and as a regional brand customer, over the the next growing season. Um, which would be the 2024 growing season. You'll still be able to get your same Fontenelle products. You'll still be able to get those in a Fontenelle bag. You'll still be able to work with your same Fontenelle dealer and FSR. And we were intentional about that because we wanted to make sure that um, everyone had the time needed to to process this and go at their own pace of moving over to this new brand. This timeline also gives us the ability to seek grower feedback, to seek dealer feedback, seek our sales team feedback, to make sure that we are putting this new brand plan together patiently and, again, transparently and and, and, and with good connectivity among everybody. So um, that's the timeline, Joe, is 2024. You know, really, there's there's a lot of consistency in which growers will still be able to plant their favorite their favorite product. Over the course of this year, what you will see is we we will do some things like we'll modernize the the logo um, of the channel brand. So you'll start to see that show up. You'll see the increased agronomy support come. If you are within regional brands um, within Fontenelle, you'll have access to some limited key channel products um, out there. So there will be a there will be a few a few of those key products within channel that you'll actually have access to in 2024. But really, the focus around 24 is consistency and making sure that that's consistent from a relationship standpoint, from a product standpoint, so that we can build our plan further over the 24 season. It was touched on, uh, Jared, when we got together in both Des Moines and Indianapolis with you know regional brands and channel uh, exclusivity for dealers. Uh, what's that going to mean moving forward? We will be asking our dealers to exclusively support the new channel brand, um, and many of them are. I know many of them are already there, right? And Fontenelle and 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 all of Channel is there today, where they're exclusively supporting, you know, our channel brand. And you know, why are we doing that? Um, I would say that by doing that, it it allows us to have a different kind of relationship with our seedsmen. I always use the example that whenever you have an exclusive dealer or or seedsman. It feels like you're sitting on the same side of the table on saying, hey, how do we how do we work together on this thing and partner together to grow our business and our farmers business together? Whereas I will say, Joe, sometimes when it's a non-exclusive dealer, it feels like you're sitting on opposite sides of the table on saying, hey, well, let's let's negotiate or talk about this or that. Right. And I would say that 
one thing that's unique about this new channel brand is is our exclusive approach and dealers are going to have if they aren't exclusive today they'll have until market year 26 um market year 26 to commit to that exclusivity so we've got some time to earn it um and that's our ability that's our that's our commitment is we're going to earn this thing we're going to earn it with a with a broader and deeper portfolio um, so if there's portfolio gaps that we have today, we intend to broaden and deepen our portfolio to address those things. And so overall, I, I think the exclusivity thing is going to be a powerful, a powerful aspect of the new brand that we can all own this together. Yeah, I like that aspect, especially with the, the two portfolios coming together, because it is going to going to be the best out there in the industry, I feel. But I think that's one of the most exciting parts about this. Hey, as we start to put a bow on this, Jared, and, and wrap things up, uh, What's the vision moving forward? I mean, it's still a work in progress, but and you mentioned uh, a certain company out there who's got a target on their back, and we want to we want to be the of course the leader in the in the independent uh, side of things. But uh, what what's your vision? Where would you like to see uh, the new channel in five years? Well, our vision for this new channel is to squarely go after the non retail space. So our goal is to. To again to focus and scale this brand at a national level so that we can be very aggressive um, and target this non-retail space so if you think about fontanelle and you think about channel both of them have both been going after this same market just in different ways by scaling and focusing our efforts together we believe this has a chance to put us at number one and pioneer's been number one in this part of the space in the past you know decalb and asgrove is number one in the retail space and so that isn't our focus we aren't focused on the retail space. Um, what we're focused on is in this non-retail space that we talked about earlier, where these two out of three farmers want to buy from a seed professional. We're going to focus and scale and go after that with a with a vision to become the number one brand. If I expand on it further, I'd say in order to become number one, we know that it's it's going to take increased investment, increased investment on our product side. We've got to have those leading edge products. It's going to take the right culture. And that's that's where we have connected to you culture, where we're connected and transparent throughout the way. And it's going to take an increased customer experience, taking that to the next level. And again, those are our three pillars. Uh, and that's what we're going to be focused on, on delivering the right experience to the farmer. If we do that, I think we can make this vision be a reality. Hey, uh, last thing I'd like to ask folks is, is something that we may have missed. I know that's a lot of territory to cover, but anything that uh, you know I might have missed in my questions that, that you want to, the listeners to know? I think we've covered it, Joe. The The only last thing I would say is just, hey, this is a big change. It's a big change for everyone. And if you're listening to this and you're um, a channel or a Fontenelle FSR, you're going through some change. If you're a dealer, you're going through some change and a grower that's going through some change. Um, I would say two things. Number one, the timeline was built for a reason so that everyone can just take a deep breath and realize there's consistency built in over the next 12 months. You know, really nothing changes. You can still get your your your, your favorite products through your favorite dealer. There's no change over these next 12 months. But then the second thing I would say is if you if you think about our business, why would we put this change in place? We wouldn't put this change in place if we didn't truly feel like there was an opportunity to take this thing to the next level. And we have to do and we have to we have to deliver on that. And that's that's the next level from a product standpoint, the next level from an agronomy standpoint, the next level from how we do business 
how we increase the brand recognition and improve the customer experience. So it, I know there's going to be, there's still going to be ongoing change over this next year as we go through a few bumps in the road. But I'd ask everyone to just keep your focus on that vision, that vision for us to become number one and doing that through improving the customer experience. If we can stay focused on that vision, we'll overcome these bumps in the road and make this vision a reality. All right. Well, thanks, Jared. Jared Thomas, marketing lead for channel and regional brands, joining us here on the Fontenelle Family Podcast. And if you'd like to capture uh, other podcasts, the previous episodes we've had uh, offered up for you, you can catch us. Uh, just uh, search Fontenelle Family on Spotify, iTunes, and also Google Podcasts. Thanks for joining us. I'm Joe Gangwish.